Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to the first, well, it's really the second, it's the refresh edition of the Week 1 Waiver Wire Show. We're a little early, we're about, you know, what are we, how many How many days away are we? Uh, 12, right, right around 12 days. And so we might have an additional show, a third uh, show, a second refresh of the original Week 1 preemptive waiver wire show. And you know how your boy Smitty does it. We we drag the players on this confidence level scale. And I tell you, at least the first couple, the top two or three players for the week that I believe could be the best player of the week to pick up. And I tell you with a confidence of 1 to 10, how confident I am that they are the best pickup of the year. Because I can't tell you, Bob, how much to bid on on a player on your waiver wire. I can't tell Fantasy Karen or Worried William or Upset Unger how much to drop fab dollar-wise on, on a certain player because I don't know your league or your league tendencies. But what I can do is give you a confidence level that should guide you in the right direction. Now, I'll be honest. I had this whole show already filmed. I spent a, about an hour to hour and a half filming original you know footage and I edited about halfway to almost 75% of the whole thing. Then the Brian Robinson news dropped and it kind of changed the whole landscape of everything. And it really messed with everything that I was doing. So I had to, I had to just come up with a new approach. And so I decided to scrap the video and go live. And let's see how the live show will go. Maybe we'll do the, the week one waiver wire show live. Uh, but, but what we're going to do is break down Brian Robinson. Because now Brian Robinson has a little bit different of of a of a value and angle walking into week one because now he's dropped in in I think it was three uh forty thousand leagues he was dropped in within a couple like within a week. You know, with the first the first like day it was like nineteen thousand leagues. So we're looking at Brian Robinson as being one of the better pickups of of the year potentially sitting there on waivers right now. Now do we know the extent of the injuries? Not really. We keep hearing that he was shot in the knee and in the in the glute, which your boy Smitty called. I said it had to have been a one of the shots had to have been to the to the rear end because he was fleeing. He's you know turned his back. Um, we knew it was probably going to be in the glute. One of the shots would be in the glute. The knee shot is confusing to me because I do feel like I have a very good grasp over most anybody in this business for injuries. I've seen it all over 20 years. There there are things I come across that I have not seen, and then I turn to, you know, the professionals. But your boy Smitty has got his deep fake, you know, I'm the best deep fake doctor on the internet. Um, because I'm not a doctor. I, I don't have a I have a degree in psychology, but the knee, I know a lot about the knee. I've had every injury almost under the sun besides like a PCL tear. Um, PCL and ACL you can see on the back of the knee. Now, Brian Robinson supposedly got shot in the knee one of the bullets went through the knee didn't hit a ligament didn't hit a bone didn't hit well they didn't say meniscus specifically maybe it hit the meniscus my guess i gave you my guess on him getting shot in the gluteus maximus i'm gonna guess there's only one place this thing could have passed through and that would be to damage meniscus or maybe it went through between the lcl and the bone and the meniscus here that is the one location. 
This is another location that it could have went through. These are the most improbable shots you could possibly have when it comes to being having no bone impact, no meniscus impact, no. And and if they said there was no ligament impact, the odds of these shots are are rare because you, if you had no ligament, this is the the L, this is the LCL, this is the MCL, this is the ACL and PCL on the back. And this is your meniscus. These are the bones, obviously. And when a player has a bone bruise, so if he was to get shot in the bone here, that would be as bad, if not worse, than a bone bruise. It would compromise the entire integrity of the knee. You would essentially, if you got shot right here in the bone, you would have way worse than a bone bruise on your on your hands because the integrity of the bone would be compromised. He'd be out for a while. So my question is, where did if he truly got shot in the knee, the, the only other place he could have got shot would be like anywhere like right above the kneecap. So it wouldn't really be, it'd be in the, almost the, the lower part of the thigh. It would be right there. You know, like he could get shot through there. Now your 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 body's different. It's not like you have these exact spacing and everything. But there, there's really not much of a place to get shot. I don't really, it's, it's, it's really head scratching to me. Part of me wonders if the reporting's wrong because how on earth could you shoot through the knee and not hit anything unless you went through the meniscus? Now, he was running away, fleeing, obviously, because the guy had a gun and he was running away. And basically, um, he, this is the back of the knee. So he had to have been shot, you know, this way. So the only thing I can think of is that it went into the meniscus, which is horrible if that was the case, because it would have broke apart all that. He would have a, a, a through and through, or it got wedged in there or something. And they had to do surgery to take it out because he did have surgery. But if he damaged the meniscus, they said no. The, what I, the report I heard was no bone or ligament or tendon damage. But I didn't hear them say no meniscus damage. So if the bullet did go into the meniscus, he's in some trouble because meniscus injuries are bad. If the bone, if it went into like right here, into the fleshy part behind the knee, like if you reach back behind your knee and it got jammed in here somehow. I, I don't know if that's that that's possible to slow down a bullet to the point where it doesn't come in and hit the bone or anything like that. I don't know. I know you look at the back of this knee. You tell me how a bullet can go through the knee. There, there's literally only grazing through by the LCL and the meniscus right here in the bone and grazing through on the side here. There's no way. There's no place for it to go through. The only spacing in between the knee is the meniscus, or if you went through somehow. And it just like bounced through the LCL and, and, and PCL and went through. I mean, that would be remarkable. And that's what was being reported. But it'd be remarkable if the bullet went through the LC, the ACL and PCL right through here. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And came out not touching the patellar tendon and just somehow shot out right here. And it did damage a little bit of the meniscus. A little bit of the, you could, there's no way it couldn't touch the meniscus. If it didn't damage bone, it didn't damage, damage, uh, uh tendons or ligaments. I, I, I would be, I would be curious to know if it damaged the meniscus.
We'll find we'll find out. So stay tuned on that. But here here's the bottom line. We don't know what's in store for Brian Robinson. And Brian Robinson was not put on the PUP. He, of course, was not released. We don't know if this was a PR move by the team to say, hey, we can't put Brian Robinson on the uh on the PUP because that just feels wrong. You know what I mean? Like that I, I so I, I highly doubt that you know it's gonna be one of those things where we know truly what's going on because of the PR stuff involved. Like, can you imagine putting him on the POP? Yeah, he got shot, put him on the POP. They're going to keep him on the roster no matter what because it's just it's the right thing to do, right? So we don't know if he's out six weeks, eight weeks, or, or he's going to be back before the four weeks, which is what you would do business decision-making-wise. Like, hey, he's going to be out for th- four weeks, five weeks, let's put him on the POP, and then that way we don't have to have him on the active roster. So potentially, you know, we're looking at, at at not knowing what that outcome is. But what I will tell you is that before the the injury, like this happened, I was filming the video. I was literally about two hours away of, uh, from posting my week one waiver wire refresh video when the news broke. And this guy right here was probably 20 minutes of my open. 20 minutes in my video, I talked about Brian Robinson. And I said... He's still available in not a lot of leagues, but in some leagues. And if if you own him, hold on to him. You know, obviously he he was just about to, he was recl- he was claiming the starting job, but there were a handful of people in smaller leagues where their benches were small, right? Five six players, and they couldn't draft him. They couldn't draft Robinson. So not in a ton of leagues, probably not even half of leagues. It's more like thirty percent of leagues. Brian Robinson walking into the shooting was still available in about 30%, 25 to 30% of leagues because of the fact that people have small benches and they just can't afford to draft players like Brian Robinson. So people are sleeping at the wheel, not picking him up yet. So he was a big part of my talk. Now he's been dropped in over 30 to 40,000 leagues because people don't have patience to let the, the dust settle. And they literally cut him, just cut bait. This guy's available in 40 to 50,000 leagues that he wasn't available in a week ago. And, and and he's got a real good shot at some point getting back into the lineup. It's a feel-good story. I can see it happening. I'm sure all of you can close your eyes and picture a climb back into the into the starting job. Uh, 100 of you in here, please punch that thumb-up button. And uh, I appreciate you. So the question becomes, is Brian Robinson, knowing he's available now in... 40,000 or more leagues than he was two or three days ago. Is he the top waiver wire pickup of the year? You know, over the potential top waiver wire pickup of the year. We're going to we're gonna rank him on the confidence scale over here. If he's available, grab him. Grab him. Run to your waiver wire. If, if he's available in your league, run to your waiver wire. Grab him. Pick him up. Stash him on your bench. If things get worse, maybe maybe you can put him on IR depending on your IR rules in your league. But he is 100% a guy to grab and hold on to, okay? So, B-Rob is the year's Eli Mitchell, J-Rob. Heard it here first. You didn't hear it here first, Nick. I just told you. Nick, you didn't hear it. You didn't hear it from you first, Nick. I just told you. It's right on screen, Nick. <laughs> Nick trying to come in and just step on the show. Just want to let you all know. B-Rob is this year's. Just steps right in. Here comes Nick. <laughs> Nick's Nick's calling shotgun. I appreciate you, Nick. I appreciate you, Nick. 
So this is this is potentially the pickup of the year. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's 100 percent the pickup of the year. I'm just telling you, Nick. Nick, Nick <laughs> my boy, my boy Nick. <laughs> just saying it here, live from Nick Studio. I <laughs> uh, love Nick. What's up, Blackbeard? Um, drop Devontae Parker for Dobbs. I I would take Dobbs in a heartbeat over Devontae Parker. Pierce is this year's Eli Mitchell. Yeah, but kid, he's not he's not available on waivers. What we're talking about is a guy walking into Week One should be should be added. Like, because I'm telling you to pick him up. I said to pick up Eli Mitchell. You you won your league last year because of my Eli Mitchell prediction, bro. Him and Trey Sermon together. Even though Sermon busted, it was a combination handcuff. Would win your league. Granted, the lower part of the prediction won, but they were a, they were a cut for a reason. The two the duo would start multiple games in 2020. One and that that prediction won you leagues, but for people that didn't pick up Eli Mitchell or draft him, like I said before week one, which is what this show is designed to do, I'm trying to preemptively put you in a position where you're not playing the waiver wire game with the week one top out of the year. Even though I'm still going to do the video on it, even though I'm still going to come out and say, okay, guys, guess what? Zamir White is the best pickup right now and exiting week one, walking into week two. Did you listen to me and pick him up? No, you didn't. Okay. Zamir White's the best pickup of the year. Congrats to all of you who did listen and grab him. This is the same situation that we had on our hands with Eli Mitchell. Everybody that had Eli Mitchell because your boy Smitty told you, we came into week after week one and said, who has, who has, Eli? Who has Eli Mitchell? Congratulations. Now, for those of you that didn't listen, he's the top waiver wire pickup of the year. Go get him. Go get him now. Drake or Smith as DK Insurance. Um, DK Insurance? Kenyon Drake as DK Insurance? I don't know about that, bro. Lazard and Valdez Scanling. What about... I'd probably go... I'd probably go Lazard. I'd probably go Lazard. What are my thoughts on Gibson? Gibson goes up. Gibson's value goes up. At least for now. Like, this is a 7th, 8th, ninth round pick... Uh, less than four days ago. And now Gibson's climbing to like 6-7. But B-Rob is definitely the guy to own cost of entry because he's a free agent right now. <laughs> he's a free agent. So do I like drafting Gibson in round 6-7? I don't love it. I love him in 7-8 maybe. But I don't like him in 5 or 6 or anything like that because you don't know how long he's going to be in there. You don't know how long this man is going to be sitting there. And uh, waiting and waiting and waiting to get into the lineup. Brian Robinson could be on the shelf for two months. You know, or he could be in there in week three. We, we don't know. Him not being put on the PUP, keeping him out for four games. We don't know if him not being put on the PUP is really indicative as to what's going to happen. Because the team is, is handling this delicately with PR in mind. So, here's where I stand right now. Walking into week one. Okay. Um, Tyler Algier, here, here, here's here's kid again. Kid, you guys got you. Kid, you can't say Tyler Algier. Just watch. I just told you again. It's right on screen. Just calm down, kid. Here it comes. Because we because because we're we're in agreement there. But just like the last show, so let me put them right here for you, so you can get excited. There are there are about two or three names on this list. Of the potential win a league players for 2022. The, 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 the most likely 
guys that are going to be the best pickup of the entire year. Here's my confidence level right here. Rockout says, got a draft today, B-Rob, round 15 to 17, and Gibson 7th. Yeah, I love the combination. It's a pretty good combo. You know, you, you have McKissick as well to worry about, but it's a great combination. I'm very much uh, into that at the right price. Tucker says, uh, traded Pitts, Cup, Pollard for Javante, Evans, and Schultz. Uh, Evans, Pitts, Cup, Pollard. Pitts, Cup, Pollard, Evans, Javante, Schultz. Um, that's it, It's hard to evaluate that because you're like Pitts and Schultz. Okay, I like Pitts more, but that's close enough. Javante... And Cup or yeah, Evans, Javante, Evans, Schultz, totally Smitty approved. I mean, it's hard to give up Cup, right? But that's a Smitty approved trade. Go, good job getting Javante. You've just been Smitty approved. I like that move. I like that move, Tucker. Uh, we got this other super chat here from G Money. G Money says, "I woke up to feed my baby, and Smitty is live. Thanks, Smitty. You're the man. Appreciate you, G Money. Always f- appreciate your five dollar haulers, bro." I can always count on D-Money. Keep the lights on. Okay. Brian, let's put all, let's put the three top ads, and I may add a fourth to it, but let's put the three top potential ads. Three top, you know, or the four top guys. Okay, I'm not, I'm not putting them in order yet. Or actually, let's put them on screen right here, because we don't want to rank them yet. Brian Robinson, Tyler Algier, Isaiah Pacheco, and Zamir White. These are your top four guys as of right now. In my mind, looking at waivers and trying to determine who I may, after week one is concluded, be racing to my studio command center, boss chief chair right here, launching my live stream and saying, grab him now. He could win you a league. Off the top of my head right now, these are the four guys that feel the most capable of being said players right here. Not in any order. Tyler Algier, Samir White, Brian Robinson, Isaiah Pacheco. The odds of these four guys being the top waiver wire grab of the year are extremely high. Extremely high. Based on the players that are available in your current league. In, in, in terms of the numbers, the data. And Rashad White. Yeah, we'll put Rashad White here. Sorry. So how do we rank these guys? I guess the way I do it, this is my exercise. I pretend that I can only draft one. I'm on the clock. 10, 9, 8, 7. What do I do? WRM is going to interrupt the the countdown and give me a super chat here. Buy me more time. Uh, What would you offer for Najee if you have JJ, Higgins, Javante, Singletary, Kittle, Waddle, Cooks, Gabe Davis? Uh, What would I offer for Najee? I would give up. I don't know, bro. I mean... You could you could try and trade like Singletary and Waddle, but you're not going to get it. You could try and trade Kittle and pick up a tight end. Oh, you got Ertz, Kittle and Waddle. I mean, I don't think you're going to get it. Like I always try, always try, but but Gabe Davis and you don't have a running back that's going to. It's hard to get a Najee when you're not giving a running back 
in addition, and Singletary is just not going to cut it. I don't know that that's a realistic trade for you. Um, would I trade Higgins straight up for him? Absolutely. Would he do that? Probably not. Singletary and Higgins, I would do it. Even though you're in a bind at wide receiver, I mean, that's that's value there, value for value. And uh, and, and then this question right here from Rockout. Rockout says, who's going to be in the panic chamber after week one? It's a good question, Rockout. I mean, Waddle's in it right now. We don't have to worry about that, Rockout, because I'm doing panic chamber refresh edition probably tomorrow or the next day so you can get ready for that you're going to be we're going to be talking panic chamber prior to week one just like we're doing waiver wire prior to week one if we're on the clock right now i want to know what you guys think who is your number one player of these five guys and and like i said we might add one we already added rashad white from these five guys which player has the most potential to win their league and uh, this is Jimmy. Jimmy's on to something. Jimmy knows what I'm about to say because Jimmy. Jimmy knows me pretty well. When you when you look at a mock draft and Jimmy R's in it, he's drafting a Smitty built team. There there's there's one guy closest to the to the lineup because he's practically starting, and that is Tyler Algier. Now his offense is questionable. It's suspect. Um. He's kind of he's kind of closest to the to the job. Um, he he doesn't have it fully yet, but Algier has the the potential to be a a, a monster. The, so Zamir White, I I, I want to lean Zamir White so bad. I'm not. This is not locked in. I'm just going to show you what my how my process goes. This is how I do it live. This guy right here feels like he's got the most potential coming out of week one to have the most hype. And and the reason I say that is because Tyler Algiers owned in a lot of leagues. He's not the, the most available of these the, these five. Um, I'd say Isaiah Pacheco is the second least available of these guys. Maybe Brian Robinson and Zamir White are the most available. Rashad White might be actually either equal to, to not being available in most leagues, or he might even actually be the highest ranked guy to not be likely available in your league so that leads me to kind of lean these two directions right because these guys are the most capable of being on your waiver wire like across the board like Zamir White's available in probably 70% of leagues maybe there are leagues where you're especially if you're in Dynasty you own Zamir White if you're in a small league at all he's he's a free agent Brian Robinson is a free agent and in a small league with rosters of roster or bench spots of about five these three guys might be available but in medium-sized leagues, these guys are probably gone, and these two guys are available. So, it's tough. It's tough. I like Algier a lot. And I think Algier has the potential to win you a league. I'm going to put him at one. But I'm going to have... These three, I'm gonna. It's God. I want to put a, a five-way tie. I want to. I want to put a five-way tie. <laughs> I just. It's so hard. I go back and forth. It's so hard. Let's see what you guys are saying. Uh, Zamir Robinson isn't Algier already starting? Jimmy, he will be soon. Tyler Algier, crying emoji. Smitty, should I drop Tri Davis Price for Zamir White? 
I don't, it's tough. Let's, let's wait a little bit on that. Let's see how Mitchell is because he could start. Who knows? Pacheco, we got one vote for Pacheco. Pacheco could be, but he's a degree of separation away from the lineup. Rashad White is a degree of separation away from the lineup. I want to put these three guys at almost a tie for being the best pickup of the year right now. Rashad White and Pacheco are are right there at two because the odds of them being available are a little lower. That doesn't make them a lesser option, but um, I think they're also a degree away from, from starting. Like They need an injury to happen. These guys can outright take the job. Brian Robinson already took the job. Brian Robinson already took the job. Tyler Algier is in the middle of taking the job. And Zamir White um, could could outright take the job. Rashad White and Isaiah Pacheco are probably not unseating the starter. But they are there ready to explode probably with even more firepower if they're available, uh, allowed to get into the lineup through injury or whatever. So that's how I'm going to rank them as of right now. Tyler Algier, Zamir White, Brian Robinson, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco. I don't feel any of these guys, if we go over to our scale, are in the eight and above. I'm going to save that. That I don't want. I want it to mean something when I rank a guy at eight or nine or ten. I want you to be like Smitty believes this is that guy. Just because I I love all three of them, the the fact that I can't even decide which one of the three is my favorite right now means I'm not ready to anoint one an 8, a 9, or a 10 overall on my scale of 1 to 10 for being the best pickup of the year. The odds percentage that this guy is the best pickup of the year, until I can confidently separate him from these other three, I can't I can't put him at 8. I can't put him at 8. I'm going to put him at a 7.5. I'm 7.5 out of 10 confident that, that Tyler Algier, Zamir White, and Brian Robinson could be the number one pickup of the year. And, and, and this is a preemptive move, preemptive waiver wire addition, because I want you to get out there and attack waivers and win waivers before week one. I want you to win your waiver wire week one before week one happens. G, G Money. G Money says, What's your ideal Smitty build team from the 1.7? Jamar Chase. Javante Williams, AJ Brown, ETN Falls sometimes, or Brees Hall. ETN Brees Hall would be ideal. Or ETN Pierce, Joe Burrow. That's my ideal team, bro. Goddard later. That's what I would do. So this is tough. This is tough. But neither of these guys, uh, none of these guys are in the 8 yet, but they could be in the 8 range. So right now we're going to put them up here. In no real particular order, they're all they're all very capable of being the top pickup of the year. They're just on a, a confidence level of 7.5 instead of 8. If I had to guess, Smitty, please give me one name of the three. Just tell me who you would take. I need to know. I, w- I want to say B. Robinson so badly, but we don't know the extent of his injury. I want to say Tyler Algier so badly, but we don't know the state of his offense. So, kind of feel like I lean Zamir White. I just lean Zamir White. R. Smith celebrating 
his three months on the on the YouTube exclusive membership program. R. Smith. Appreciate you, R. Smith. Also, let me give some love to the YouTube exclusive members. We got G Money in here. We got Jacob. Appreciate you, Jacob. We've got uh, we've got Rock Out. We've got Double um, A. What's up, Double A? We've got who else is here from the YouTube exclusive group? Rock Out, WRM, G Money. Appreciate you, Jordan Roberts, Hector, Hector Salinas. What's up, my man? Brian MC in the building. Uh, earmuffs on the on the Rashad White stuff, Brian. Jordan Roberts is the man. Freddie929 is a YouTube exclusive member. Appreciate you, Freddie. Meet the Woo was first in the building. Uh, Jay Ray and Nathan were second. Kenny Powers, Hall of J Game. My mods in here. Keeping people in check. Rock Out dropping another super chat wad. Appreciate you, my man. And Rock Out says, sent you a DM on IG. Is this a Zamir White rap? Here we go. Um, got Zeke in the fourth. I don't, I mean, I don't love Zeke, period, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get excited about Zeke in the fourth, though, Rock Out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Hertz, Eckler, Zeke, Lamb, Evans, Kittle, Bateman, Dylan, Hopkins, Walker. I, li- I mean, I like it. It's a good team. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like you got a good squad. I would be interested to know, like, I'd rather have Damian Pierce than Zeke. You know? I'm not saying I want you to take Damian Pierce in round four, but I like. I like Damian Pierce more than I like Zeke Elliott. Give me Damian Pierce all day long over Zeke Elliott. But I want you to try and get Pierce in round two. What's going on there? Wrong button there. Put a silhouette there. Uh, Pierce or Juju week one at flex? At the risk of Carter never super chatting again. Not the craziest question, Carter. I, I'm, I'm halfway joking, halfway not. Uh, Pierce, man. This guy's a top potential 8-10 to 10 running back. Could we be getting over-amped about him and, the, and then Juju have a two-touchdown game and Pierce have 40 yards? It's possible. It's possible. But for me, thank you, Henry. For me, Mooney will send it this year. Out of boy, Josh. Khalil Herbert says meet the woo. Yeah, Khalil Herbert's another one. Uh, where's Khalil? Let me get him up here. Because that, that's a good one. I mean, we need to talk about Cleo Herbert. Where's he at? That's Khalil Shakir. Where's Khalil Herbert? There he is. Khalil Herbert needs to be on this list too. Um, if I had to pick... Is that music too loud or is that good? Khalil Herbert, if I had to pick a, a place for him, I'd say like three. And, and the odds of Khalil Herbert being the best pickup of the year at this point are like a seven or a six and a half. Like he, he's still very high. I love Khalil Herbert. I would put him right here. Tyler Beatty has been released from the team, from the Ravens. So he's off the board. Goodbye, buddy. I'm good, good upside. Liked him a lot. Um, that doesn't mean they're excited about what they got going on with J.K. Dobbins, who might not take a full workload for a while. But now now you got this Kenyon Drake guy coming in, who I liked a lot years ago, two years ago now. It's been over two years. 
but he's not something that I'm 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 not picking him up and and and, and worrying about him yet because there's too much going on over there. It's a vulturing situation. The touchdown touchdowns get vultured by the quarterback and a running back by committee that they they refuse to go away from. Kenny Gainwell, he's not going here yet, but he's he's on the list for sure. Uh, Pickens is probably really close to being. I'm not necessarily locking these in. I'm just dragging them over. Love Malik Willis. We'll talk about Malik Willis in a bit. Pierce or Juju again. Thank you, Carter, for the super chat. Appreciate you, good buddy. Carter to the moon. To the moon. Carter, thanks for being a good sport as well, for taking your lap. You're at the gym, bro. I mean, a lap's nothing to you. I mean, look at you. You're at the gym, bro. He's like, I'm already taking a lap. I'm running while I'm talking to you, Smitty. I'm taking a lap as I as I type this live. Pickens I like a lot. Uh, Lance will put here. He's not someone that I'm going to put over on this list at all. Uh, Nico Collins. I, I love Nico Collins. Think he has a real shot at being a big time sleeper this year. We'll put him right here. He could he could land on the five, six, seven, eight range. But Jalen Warren's a fantastic grab. Jordan Mason, no longer uh, an option. I, I mean, I'm, maybe they bring him up later or whatever. But Jordan Mason, say goodbye, Jordan Mason. Uh, Jordy Fortson, I love Jody Fortson. Isaiah Likely, I love Isaiah Likely. We'll talk about those guys in a second. Isaiah McKenzie's banged up, but everybody's been loving him. I've been talking up this guy instead of Isaiah McKenzie. Everybody keeps saying Isaiah McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie, Smitty. That's the guy. McKenzie's the guy. And I've been saying, watch this kid. Khalil Shakir, I like him a lot. Now he's on, he should be on people's radars. Ty Davis Price, probably the eventual backup, but right now it's Wilson. But if I had to pick one, I'd say preemptively, I'm going down into week five, six, seven and trying to think to myself, who's the backup running back? To Mitchell, it's probably Davis Price. Would Wilson start week one if, if Mitchell can't go? Probably. <clears throat> um, I'd probably say Alec Pierce. We'll get, we'll get to Alec Pierce. We'll put him down here. Tolbert, I like a lot, but I, I don't know if I'm putting him on. He, he's, I guess he's available in enough leagues that I'll put Tolbert on here. Let's put Tolbert. Let's put him right there. We'll put him down here. He's, he's definitely good. I'd say he's around Alec Pierce. Um, he'd probably be below Alec Pierce. I, I'd say they're like these guys will be down here. Um, Malik Willis, I like a lot if you need a quarterback. Danny Gray, I like a lot, but he he's a guy that's going to rise later. So we'll put him down here with like Tolbert. We'll put him way down here with Tolbert, but definitely a guy you need to keep your eye on. Gainwell could be a rise, a quick riser. We'll put him up here for now. Um, Shakir, McKenzie, Malik Willis. Davis Mills is going to be put over here because this guy's got, I don't want to say league winning potential, but if you're in a bind, if you screwed up your quarterback situation, you, you need to make sure this guy is not on waiver, waivers right now because he could be your savior. He could be a top 8 to 12 quarterback. I'm not saying he will be. I'm not saying he's locked into it. I'm not saying to bank on it. I'm not saying to start him. I'm saying he could be an amazing backup plan. Um, so go ahead and yeah, I, I like I like I I like Mason still, but I think yeah, I think they didn't actually cut him. You're right. They cut Hasty, but he's still very low in the depth chart. So Mason for right now is a monitor. I like him a lot, but it, it appears they're not you know they're not vaulting him into like the three even the three role. 
So it's between Wilson and Ty Davis Price for right now. I think Ty Davis Price is the eventual guy. We'll put Ty, Ty Davis Price around this area. So let's move everybody down a little bit to make room. This is kind of like the alternate list of names that if you're looking for deep names, here you go on this side of the list. Romeo Dobbs, I would say, is is kind of borderlining on this top five list. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move this kid over because I want to talk about him. Let's talk about Isaiah Likely. This guy is likely to make a splash. Now, we can be tricked. We can oftentimes be excited, overly confident about rookies and players coming in that, that do something in the preseason, and you're not too sure what they're gonna give you during the year but they like him a lot in Baltimore they lost Hollywood Brown they've been talking about getting likely involved early and often he's a very very good prospect he's a beast he's like 240 pounds 6'4 I believe Um, just a monster absolute monster and and it wouldn't shock me at all if he got regular looks and became a a guy that, that that has a whole lot of opportunity when people think he can't because he's the backup tight end when they have a lot, they're starving for pass catching consistency with Hollywood Brown gone. Um, if you if you need a backup tight end, I like him better than a lot of the options out there. You know that are going to be available to you, like Hunter Henry or uh, you know those type of guys. I'm not I'm not into a, an injured player, a Robert Tunyon. I can't tell you how many people go, "Hey Smitty, I botched tight end. Robert Tunyon is my guy," and I'm like, "Well, why don't you pick up Likely?" And then they go do it, and now they have a, a potential option. I really like Likely a lot. Uh, Tua probably not drafted, but has top 12 upside. I think he's drafted in most leagues, bro. There's not a lot of leagues where I think Tua is available. But Avatar dropping the super chat. Appreciate you. I'd, I'd like to see. Let me let me look on uh, let me look on this app here and see where what what are the likelihood is Tua being available. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Avatar, one second. Tua. Rostered in 71%. I mean, that's enough. That <sighs> Being available in 29% of leagues is is a pretty high number. I think you could put two on this list. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel you. I, I didn't feel like he'd be... I thought he'd be a bit owned in like 80% of leagues, but... I'm just going to put two because it's such a long... Long name there. I only got so much room to... I'm sorry. Gainwell, Shakir, Nico Collins. I feel like needs to get a bump. I want to put Nico up here. I put Nico up here. I love Nico. I love this Jody Forston, Fortson guy. Jody Fortson is loved by Mahomes. We we talked about that on the live stream. A lot of people came in here and started speaking on that. Uh, that the Mahomes like called him personally when he made the team, and like Mahomes loves him. Jody Fortson is a potential option. Let me tell you something. I'm not feeling real good about. Travis Kelsey you know I've probably been the lowest on Travis Kelsey out of all the analysts in the fantasy industry because everybody's okay with you taking him at the top of round two because Tyreek Hill's gone that means he's gonna have more volume and more work I don't I don't agree I don't agree I'm DMing you on IG okay rock out appreciate you thank you let's go to it Rob Robinson coming back. He's coming back with a vengeance. Going to take it over once he gets back to full health. Gibson better watch his back. On oh, like an on attack. Re-Rob. He's going to get his job back. <laughs> I love it. All right. 
He's got another one. Zoom me white now. Zoom me white now. Zoom me white now. Zoom me white. He's going to take over Las Vegas. Big craze. It's off the day. He be coming on back. Oh, Josh Jenkins, you better watch your back. He coming. He coming for the job. Coming back. He running it back. Take off. Touchdown. Big town. It's Vegas town. Oh my god, that's probably my favorite one you've ever made, Rock Out. You may have woke up Miss Smitty on that one. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like that that beginning that intro was crazy. Zoom me white now, zoom me white now, zoom me white now, zoom out. That's my favorite one of all time, Rock Out. We gotta put that at the intro of a show sometime, just rock out singles. Thank you, Rock Out, for the, the for the, the the songs. Amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna be singing that in my head. For the next couple hours after the show, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be out there doing dishes because your boy Smitty's got to make up for for everything that he's. Uh, super chat from Avatar Rondell or Juan Wandell. Give me, give me Rondell, but I don't like either of them. Avatar, appreciate your super chat five dollar holler. Avatar in the building. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Appreciate you, Avatar. You are the man. By the way, Avatar, uh, thank you for reminding me is the highest super chatter in a single live stream of the year with a 499. Anybody that knocks him off, I will I will give you an hour draft call. I will give you an hour draft call if you knock him off. And I'll also uh I'll, I'll put you in a league right now that we're doing that we're going to be drafting on Sunday night, I believe. So if you if anybody wants to to come in and drop a a 500 wad right now, not only will you get in a league where we're drafting Friday night, uh $50 entry for uh, I think first we'll get first place will be the total point winner. They get half the money, and then um, a tied first place prize, a dual first place, will be Super Bowl winner. So points leader and Super Bowl winner. If you win both, you're gonna get all of it. So if anybody wants in that top super chatter to knock off Avatar gets a draft call and in that league, and uh, and I'll even throw in a, a membership for 2022. So drop it. I'll throw in a lifetime content membership. How's that? The If anybody does it tonight, in the league, lifetime content membership and a free draft call where I'm, I'm on the phone with you a full hour during your, your draft. So there you go. There, there's some incentives for anybody that wants to drop a $500 hauler. Uh, super chat here by Gabriel. Gabriel says 12-team PPR, Flex, Brady, CMC, Barkley, Connor, Pollard, Dylan, Gainwell, Higgins, Brady, CMC, Barkley, Connor, Pollard, Gainwell, Higgins, Gabe Davis. I like it, Gabriel. I feel like I'm not huge. I'm not a huge fan of Barkley or Connor. You rarely hear me talk of Barkley or Connor. So I'd rather have Javante. I'd try and trade Barkley for Javante straight up. I'd try and trade for Najee Harris. I'd be making those moves. If it was me, even if it cost me Gabe and Barkley to get Najee, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, but that's me. I, I like the team. I just feel like you got to make one move, bro. One move. Who do you trade Barkley? Who do you, you can maybe package Dylan and Connor together to get a Javante. You know, you can maybe package Gabe Davis and Dylan or Gabe Davis and Connor to get a Javante, to get a Swift. Like go out, go try and buy those guys super low. Appreciate you. 
Um, Avatar says he's been number one too long. We need a changing of the guard as the top super chatter of the year. Avatar is telling you to drop a $500 hauler and, and get, get your boy Smitty to give you a draft call. A content membership, lifetime membership. Never pay for the bull predictions, the rankings, any of the content ever again. Um, the, the, the video, the video shows are of the, uh, video courses that are going to be, we didn't drop as many as I wanted to this off season, but next off season, I'm going to have that library full. I promise you. Um, here's my thing about, uh, Fortson. If I had to make a bold prediction and this might be, I'm just saying you might see this bold prediction as one of the final ones dropped on the fantasy football show. And if you don't know how. To get on over to the Fantasy Football Show, you just go to your little web browser. You type in thefantasyfootballshow.com and get in the fun over at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your lifetime membership or just get a 2022 content membership. Get your one-on-one text device. But I've my famous bold predictions over there, and I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. There might be a surprise Travis Kelsey prediction on that bull predictions list. Because I've, I've been saying it all offseason. I'm worried about him. Guy's turning 33 years old. Turning 33 years old. Going to be double teamed more than ever. Going to take hits, harder hits from the best defensive players more than ever. There's no Tyreek Hill there to, to make defenses you know, scavenge and try and figure out a way to try and shut down this offense. It's going to be... Let's shut down Travis Kelsey and make them beat us using Sky Moore and Juju and the run game and whatever other wide receivers they want to try and throw out there to become the Tyreek Hill replacement. I think Kelsey's going to have a rough season, and he's played nine years, I believe, in the NFL, eight of which he's he's missed only one game, I think. of It's been 16-game season, 16, 16, 16, 16, eight of the nine, nine years. Only one time has he missed... I think one game is a 15-game season. So it's seven, seven 16-game seasons, one 15-game season in his nine years. And I know you might say, well, that's good track record, Smitty. Why, why are you going to doubt him? Because he's turning 33 during the season. Turning 33 during the season. This guy, Fort, Fortson, might end up being a blessing in disguise. And I'm not saying to necessarily draft him. This is more of a monitoring type situation. I wouldn't be opposed to drafting him if your lineups were or your benches were huge. but Or you could stash him. Yeah, He's a second year guy. He's not a rookie. But I don't know what your your taxi rules are or your, your practice squads or however your rules are in your league. But this guy, Jody Fortson, could have huge, huge value if, if Kelsey goes down. And he's a monitor. He's a dynasty must-grab. Likely, and Fortson need to be grabbed immediately if they're available in your dynasty league. If if you take anything that I say today, take this. Zamir White, Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson, Rashad White, Pacheco, Khalil Herbert. Oh, I got all of them. Pickens. I'm just going down the list now. I can't even decide. But Jody Fortson and, like, uh, and Likely, these guys have the potential in dynasty to be, to be gems at the tight end position and, and, and gems don't come along very often they don't come along very often so you gotta you gotta you gotta be very 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 cautious okay so with kelsey getting older turning 33 um did i say 32 33 turning 33 this year he's 32 right now taking abuse i i, I love watching him play but at some point a fall off happens a fall off is possible. 
That's my waiver wire rankings as of right now with Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson, Zamir White all ranking right around 7.5 on the confidence scale of being the best pickup of the year preemptive style. Appreciate everybody watching this part of the show. Um, we can take it to the voice messages because we have a few that, that are left over from, from, from earlier today. What up, Smitty? It's me again, Voicemail King. I just want to uh, reach back out to you. I noticed with the Broncos, they have a lot of exciting stuff going on. New quarterback, new coaching system, new ownership, totally revamped. And there's a lot of exciting options. Why is Javante... The only player that you hype up on that offense. Oh, I played this. I played this already, didn't I? It's a good question, though. Um, why do I hype up only Javante? Um, I don't. I don't think it's the only player I hype up. But again, I, like I said earlier today, when you asked this question, I feel like. Uh, I feel like the, the presence of both these wide receivers are just kind of making it cloudy. Cloudy enough to where it's hard to like say, hey, Judy's going to be you know, top 10 wide receiver or Sutton's going to be because they're going to take away from each other. Um, I love Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson, I talked him up a lot during the early part of the offseason, but I think that Joe Burrow, the Jalen Hurts values have become so good that I oftentimes do overlook it. But I, I like Russell Wilson. The Denver Broncos could win a Super Bowl. Like, do I have them winning the Super Bowl? No, no, I don't. Um, I have the Chargers winning the Super Bowl. No, I see your super chat, Sam. I got you. Sam with the 999 holler. Appreciate you. Sammy. Sammy boy. Um, Broncos could win the Super Bowl. Broncos could win the division. The AFC West is lit. Who's not going to make the playoffs or are all three of the non-division winners in that division going to make the playoffs? Because there are only three wildcard spots in, in each uh, conference. So let's say the Chargers win the division because that's what I predict, predict to happen. Herbert wins the division. Herbert's going to win MVP. And I think the Chargers go to the Super Bowl, maybe win the Super Bowl. That's just my prediction. I could be wrong. But let's pretend that that's correct. So there are three wildcard spots in the the AFC and and are all three of them going to go to the Chiefs, the Broncos and the Raiders? It, it's hard to it's hard to imagine them not, but but they're going to have to face each other twice uh e- each of them. So they're going to beat up on each other. And it, it's hard to imagine all three going to the playoffs, you know. So like could Denver win the division or could Denver even not make the playoffs? I mean, it could go a hundred different ways. It, it, it really could. And a lot of the Raiders fans will say, the Raiders, how can you leave the Raiders out? Chiefs fans will be like, Chiefs will be fine. Uh, Broncos fans will say, hey, Broncos are fine. Broncos haters will say they won't have the rapport they need yet. It's going to be a a tough year. Um, Charger doubters will tell you that that, uh, Burrow's going to choke or Burrow's not going to take that big step forward or the defense is already banged up. I I, I love all four of these teams. They're all, all four are fantastic. Sam's super chat was rate my team, Smitty. 10-team Superflex, QB Hurts, Trevor Lawrence. Um, so Lawrence is a pretty good QB, too. Mills, I love that you have the, the both of them. Running back, Javante, ETM, Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, Zamir White. Love Zamir White. Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Metcalf, Mooney, Schultz, Fryermuth. 
Bro, that's hard to imagine. That's a 10-team league. And you got those quarterbacks. You did exactly what I've told everybody to do. When you have a top pick where you can get a Hertz or a Burrow or even a Kyler or anybody above that, those guys. You go into round two, business as usual. Not quarterback hunting. You go in there and you grab the top non-quarterbacks and you pretend you're back in a normal one QB league. And you do that for a series of rounds. Maybe through round four or five. Then, only then do you revert back to quarterback thinking to scoop up your Lawrence or your Davis Mills. You did exactly the plan of attack and look at your lineup because of it. Maybe somebody has an Aaron Rodgers and a, and a Hurts type player. But you have two quarterbacks. One, I think, is very undervalued in Davis Mills. And Trevor Lawrence is going to have a really big bounce back year, in my opinion. And you got yourself a running stable that you shouldn't have, considering you have Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and still have DK and Mooney and Schultz, man. I mean, what's going on here? Who, what, what kind of grandmas did you take advantage of in this draft, bro? Unreal team, my man. Unreal team. Crazy. Drop Herbert for Zamir White. That's that's a tough call. I mean, of course I would considering my ranking, right? But but that isn't to say that that Khalil Herbert couldn't climb from like this two three rank range all the way to number one if Monty goes down or in week one they start using Herbert right out of the gate. You have my list: Tyler Algier, Brian Robinson, Zamir White, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco, Khalil Herbert, George Pickens. These guys right here, Davis Mills, these guys are the most likely to be on the week one waiver wireless coming out of week one. Like this is the preemptive show. And so I'm trying to get you guys familiar with the names now so you're not scrambling to spend all of your waiver wire dollars or your number one draft order of the waiver wire on a player you can pick up right now. That's the point of this preemptive show. We're trying to we're trying to to hit it before it happens. You know what I'm saying? Braden with the a five dollar hauler, Braden. Appreciate you, Braden. Braden says fourteen team, uh, fourteen PPR offered Jefferson Chase Edmonds for Diggs Waddle. Wait, what? Offered Jefferson and Chase. Oh, Chase Edmonds. I thought that was Jamar Chase and Edmonds. I was like, bro, you're getting Jamar Chase and Edmonds? I don't care about Edmonds. But Jamar Chase, Jefferson, and Edmonds for... (laughs) Okay, so Jefferson, Chase, Edmonds for Diggs Waddle. That's tough because I want Jamar Chase more than I want Diggs by by a decent amount. Not a ton, like like an extreme amount, but like by a significant half of round one type of value, right? The question is, what's Waddle going to do this year? He's already banged up. I'm not saying that will linger all year, that we should just give up on Waddle, but it's concerning, right? And it's like, do you give up the best player in the, the deal? Um... Give me, give, give me the Jefferson side. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to have the Jefferson side, but I turn and flip Chase Edmonds before his value tanks because I don't think Chase Edmonds is a guy you want to hang on to. I just don't think so. So you got ETN, Damian Pierce, Lamb, Ayuk, Bateman. So if you make this trade, you're going to have ETN, Damian, Lamb, Jefferson. You're going to trade 
maybe Ayuk and Edmonds for a, a DK or something, right? That's what I would do. Or a Brees Hall or... Um, yeah, you could trade Edmonds and Ayuk or Ed- Bateman. Bateman and Edmonds for a Brees Hall. Bateman and Edmonds for a player of that lo- at that level. That's what I would do. Nice job, Braden. Appreciate your super chat. Graveyard crew. Got my graveyard crew here. 170 of you in here. Please punch that thumb up button. Graveyard crew. Drake or Smith? Uh, what Smith are we talking about here? The JK is not ready. Who are we talking about? Smith? Smith? Who? Why am I, why am I not understanding what you're asking? Uh, do you think? So I think valid. What do I think about what valid, Braden? Do I think the trade offer is valid? I mean, I take Jefferson. I don't know if you can, if you're telling me you're going to offer that. Do you mean Mike Davis, bro? What do you mean, Mike? What do you mean, Smith? Who are you talking about, Smith, bro? You mean Mike Davis? I'm trying to translate for 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 you, junkie. I'm pretty sure Smith means Mike Davis to you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I knew it. I speak I speak junkie talk. I can translate junkie. Herbert for Zamir White again. I, I think I already handled that. Uh I don't know. I mean, probably Davis, bro. Probably Davis. You're offered that? I mean, Je- I'd be like I said, Jefferson, bro. I take Jefferson. I take Jefferson. That's me. I'm not saying it's a, a horrible move either way. I just I feel like I could trade Jam- uh, Chase Edmonds and something and get back then Jefferson and that player. You know what I mean? That's my that's my look at it. Thanks for keeping me on the graveyard crew. No problem, of course. Appreciate you. James Cook should be there on the on the list. He's not really a, a very uh, available guy in most formats, bro. James Cook isn't just sitting out there in Waverland. I don't, I don't know of one league where James Cook is available, so that's why he's not on the list. If he's on the list, I mean, sure, I would grab him. Trey area to the moon, boy Matt. I, I, I still believe in Trey. I still believe in him. Trey, this is way too long, bro. This is, I, I, I can't read a novel. Shorten that up. Send him back out. Uh, the answer to this is Fortson. Fortson, you you see you see him. You only see Fort Fortson on the list, so Fortson's the answer, pal. Pick him up. Likely over Fortson. Fortson after likely, but those are my two uh, guys that I'm picking up. Cook or Javante? Give me Javante all day long over Dalvin Cook, but that's me. Do you approve of this tripod, Lance Swift and Chase? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call, I like Lance, but we can't give the tripod out to just anybody. The tripod's going to be very, very specific. And the only tripod, the only true tripod's this one. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. 
Not to mention the colors are all, you know, in unison. Now, I do like like a Jefferson, a Jalen Hurts, and a Swift. That's the cousin, that's the true cousin to the tripod. You know, and, and the quad pod would be adding like a Swift to the tripod. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. Like if you added Swift to the side of this and you did it via auction, that's called the quad pod. But you can't just throw anybody in there like Lance in there. It's specifically the tripod designed for Joe Burrow and his counterpart, Jamar Chase with Javante. And the, the, the tripod's going to win leagues in 2022, I firmly, firmly believe. That's how, that's how uh, I'm pretty confident in it. All right, where are we at? Cordell Patterson is the starter. I mean, we've heard different things, bro. It seems like that is the case one moment, then it's not. They want to move him to wide receiver. No, they don't. They've already moved him to wide receiver. No, they haven't. We don't really know. I think in time, they want to have him back out of wideout or a combination. And then we're going to eventually see Tyler Algier get going, bro. This super chat from Adversity. Appreciate you with the $5 holler. Appreciate you. Boy, Smitty's getting a workout in tonight. Um, This super chat, 12-team full PPR. I got Brady, Pittman, Judy, MT, CMC, Eli Mitchell, Andrews, Bench, I got Gibby, Lockett, J-Rob, Ron Delmore, not too confident, tips. So Brady, Pittman, Judy, MT. Not a horrible wide receiver or crew. It's, I mean, it's got potential. Um, MT's got to deliver for you. Judy's got to deliver for you. And then Pittman's overvalued a little bit, but I, I like him a lot. I'm not saying he's a bust on any level. I just think people have drafted him in the third round, and I don't. I just don't love the... The upside versus, you know. Um, I, I, CMC, Andrews. Your best players to trade away are probably CMC and Andrews. I would start exploring. I'd try and maybe get yourself into a knock. Go to the Knox owner. Go to the Goddard owner. Go to the Friermuth owner. And see if you can give Andrews and get a huge upgrade of like Maybe in a two for two, you you upgrade Mitchell into a better running back like a Swift or Javante doing something like that. It's not going to be easy, you know. Maybe you got to throw in a Gibson. Maybe you got to throw in a Lockett. Maybe you got to get creative. But I'll go to those tight end teams and start there. Then I would look at the Javante owner in a different trade and say, "Give me Javante and player whatever for CMC, like McLaurin and Javante for CMC, Swift in." McLaurin for CMC, DK and Swift for CMC, those type of moves. Get two big guns that you believe in, that I believe in, and and, and break up those two players, CMC and Andrews, into two really good players. But don't ever do a trade that you can't answer this question. Who Could each one of the two players I'm getting back hang with the player I'm giving up? So in the case of CMC, if you're trading CMC for... Let's say Javante and DK. Odds are McCaffrey's going to outscore DK. Okay, right? But but if, let's say, the other side of your trade you know, broke. Let's say you, you got Javante and DK and Javante went down. You still got DK against CMC. I'm not saying it's a fighting chance, really, but 
at least you have a player you believe in that could hang a little bit. And then on, on the flip side, if DK goes down, is Javante as good as CMC in your mind? If the answer is yes, then you're hitting a home run with your trade. But you never want to say to yourself, I don't think either of these guys could ever even hang with CMC. You're making a bad trade. Always try and do a two-for-one when you're getting the two players that you can answer that question. Could these two players individually kind of hang with the player I'm giving up? My tripod is Swift, Javante, Russell, Wilson. Well, I, I'm not opposed to you liking Russell Wilson as much. So I'm going to go ahead and say not a problem with this thinking. But no, you may not borrow the tripod. The tripod is the tripod. It can't be uh, remaneuvered or renamed or replaced. But I don't mind this this combination. It will be interesting to own Wilson and, and Javante together. Love the show, man. Just about halfway through the 10 drafts this year. Redraft. Uh, been getting stuck with picking 8th and 9th and 10th and been getting a lot of shares of Najee Harris in the first. I love that. I love getting Najee in the first, so I think that's good That's good work. Swift, Najee. Oftentimes at that 9 pick, you're going to get Javante. Um, so you could potentially go Jamar Chase, who could fall at times. Jamar Chase and Javante are probably the best way you can get out of the first and second round, in my opinion. And that's part of the trap. That's why I love the tripod. When do I think Malik Willis will take the job in Tennessee? Now? Can the can the answer be now, Sam? Um, may, maybe, maybe I don't. I, I, maybe like week two, three, four, maybe halftime. I mean, you're gonna have Tannehill looking over his shoulder. And he just lost his weapon that made him look better than he is. Going to be rapid. It's going to be real rapid. Why does chat think that the... What does the chat think of the trade I sent? Justin Jefferson, Chase Edmonds, four digs. So the way you're wording is that you're sending Jefferson and Chase four digs. The way you're wording this, Braden. And I'm telling you, I like the Jefferson side more and then trade Chase. So if you have Jefferson already, I'm trading Chase Edmonds and somebody else for one player and I'm keeping JJ I'll move Bateman Ayuk to my flex sometimes things are worded weird so I just want to be clear that I'm on the the, Jamar, the the JJ side Burrow Barrow um, Higgins Williams Taylor Williams Tripod um, no, we can't mess around with the tripod. Taylor Williams. I don't know what you're saying with two Williams here, though. I don't know which Williams we're talking about here. But Higgins, Higgins is like a you know he's trying to get on the tripod, but it's not going to happen. I love I love I love Higgins, but it's Jamar Chase's Jamar Chase is the tripod owner, uh, one third owner. Do you trade Mahomes to get Burrow? Just to complete the tripod. <laughs> um, I mean, I draft Burrow later than I draft Mahomes, but I wait on drafting Mahomes so that I could draft Burrow later. But their ADPs aren't very close, so you should be getting more. Use fair market value. Don't let somebody take advantage of you because you like somebody like that. You got you to gotta get fair market value. Fair market value indicates that you should be getting a lot more. Joe Burrow is a sixth or seventh round pick. Just because I like Joe Burrow more than Mahomes at the end of the day, or at least equal, doesn't mean you shouldn't get what is equated to about a two-round difference. You know, at least, maybe three. So you're leaving a lot of value on the table by just swapping quarterbacks. Don't do that. 
Patterson is old. He's not going to hold up and produce, says Jacob. Is Smitty approved? Jamar Chase, Pittman, Metcalf, St. Brown at flex. Yeah, that's a good trio. Or a good wide receiver crew. Start to week one. Judy, DK, Waddle. We don't know Waddle's health, so we can't even answer this question right now. Right now, it's Judy and DK until we know what's going on. Damian Pierce better than Monty and Akers? Of course. AZ8, you know what I'm thinking on this one. It's it, The answer is Damian Pierce. That's the t- That's the ticket. CMC for Chase and ETN. I'd take Chase and ETN in a heartbeat, Matt. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. You've just been Smitty approved. Number one, Jamar Chase, I draft over CMC. You're getting an ETN? Smash that. CMC for Chase. Smash it. Smash it. Thoughts on David Bell? I mean, I like him, but I, I don't love his situation. I have digs. I have digs. Would be getting JJ. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Hook Smitty up with the late night like button. Listen to this man. Low, low tone. We've got how many eyeballs in here? 164 and only 90 thumbs up. Punch that button for your boy Smitty. Appreciate you. Out here working hard. Working overtime. Delivering content. I appreciate the thumbs up. It really helps the channel. Thank you. Thank you, Braden. Uh, show loves you back. David Bell, like I said, um, he's interesting. This is almost too long, bro. <sighs> Does Gasicki get traded? I don't know. I, I don't think so. Anything can happen. It just takes one team, but I don't I don't know that he has, you know, this trade value that, you know, this is like when people say it's Madison getting traded. Well, who's trading for running backs right now? It only takes one suitor, but who's trading for running backs right now? What teams need a running back desperately? They're, they're going to go trade for, for him when, when running backs are cut left and right. Beatty just got cut. Like, who's going to go trading for Madison when Beatty's free? You know, not that Beatty's, a, you know, he got cut for a reason. Apparently, they weren't impressed with a couple things he was doing, but I'm just saying I, I can't envision somebody trading for Madison. I just can't envision someone trading for Gasicki, but... You never know. Thoughts on Hayden Hurst, Gerald Everett, elite QBs throwing to them. I love, I, lo- I like Everett a little bit. I really do. You know, I'll, pr- I'll probably go in the direction of uh, Everett more than I do Hurst, but I, I like both of them. They're, they're pretty decent. Appreciate your uh, double A. Double A with the $2 hauler. Appreciate you, my man. Um, did I answer this one? Oh, Kent, can you clarify on this one? Did you already clarify? Let me look for Kent's response. Kent, where are you at? I don't see a response. Kent, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this over here so that I remember. Can you clarify these Williams and what you got going on here? Burrow, Higgins, Williams, Taylor, Williams. I don't know why there's two Williams there. But I, I think I already answered it, but... I appreciate your super chat, Kent. Take a shot in .5 PPR with likely over Hunter Henry. Yes. Give me likely. Great question. Thanks again, Kent. Appreciate you. Miles dropping a a $5 holler. If I ever don't stand up for you, you just yell at me. I'll do it. Sometimes I forget. 
if you drop a $5 hauler or more, a $4.99 hauler or more, I'll, I'll give you a standing ovation. I'll give you a mashed potato. You deserve it. Stevenson, Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, Pitts, Najee Harris, Tua. Um, I don't want to say Tua's like crazy bad there because he's looking good right now. But I, of course, I feel a little more comfortable with a different quarterback. But he could prove us wrong. He's really looking decent, at least. Tua, Najee, Stevenson, Tyreek Hill, Mike Williams, Kyle Pitts. Uh, I love Pierce. Pierce should be in your lineup over Stevenson. Let's just you know get that out of the way. I don't know why why you've got Sutton or or Stevenson starting over Alex Alex uh, Damian Pierce. Um, oh, he's in your flex. Maybe you got two flexes. Okay, your bench is Patterson, McKenzie, Zamir White. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, feel like you're maybe uh, one move away. Stay on that waiver wire. I don't really see like there's a lot of there's not a lot of trade. These are guys on the rise. Uh, Harris has got you know the potential foot concern that people are going to run away from, even though I'm not concerned. So don't freak out about them. But these guys are all undervalued. Tyreek Hill's getting more and more value, but I don't know that you want to trade him. You've got the stack there. I love Pitts. He's undervalued. Sutton, I think you just kind of wait, bro. You kind of wait, hit that waiver wire. There's not much, not much move, not many moves you can make. But I do like the the core of the team. You just do need one. You do need something else. You need something else. But we'll help you get there. Uh, let's see here. This Smitty, I can't decide if I need to blow up my team to build around better running backs. My roster is Mahomes, Akers, McKissick, Rashad White, Madison, JJ, A-Rob, Godwin, Hopkins, Bateman. I don't know if I'll blow it up, but like I'm trading Akers before, you know, while there's some value. You should have traded Akers months ago when his value was in the third round. High third round, people were making fun of every time I I talk bad about, about him, his value and his ADP. Now he's got six, seven round value. Like, you know, I don't know if you can even trade him at the value you want, but that was the move to make. Trading Godwin and Akers for one better running back like Javante was possible or Swift or Najee, you know, was possible. May still be. You might want to explore it, but that's where I'm going with that. But I do I do, I do, do like some of the team. I'm not blowing up Mahomes unless you're going to get like a Hertz or a Burrow. So maybe try trading Mahomes for Burrow to upgrade Akers, you know, like then, then I'm about that. Jefferson, top wide receiver, for sure could be the number one. He could have 2,000 yards. Opinions on Jefferson, love him. Should I trade Barkley, Pitts, Penny for Henry, Waller, Gordon? Barkley, Pitts, Penny. Um, I mean, you could argue that one. I, I suppose I'd take Henry Wall, Waller, but Waller's hurt right now, so maybe... That's a tough one, man. Najee Harris and Mooney for Jamar Chase and Henderson. Eileen Mooney and Harris. When should Jefferson and Zeke get picked? JJ's top two to, to eight. If you can take number two. Zeke, I'm not drafting until the fourth round if I have to, and I'm still finding it really hard for me to envision drafting Zeke at all but I do I do want to play some more of these voicemails Kenny 
Hey, Smitty, I have a four-keeper league. Where would you value drafting Jameson Williams in a league like that? Like, can you put a round on it? I highly doubt he'll be one of your four keepers. He could be. He could, if he turned it on at the end of the year, um, what I, I would say like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I mean, I, very hard to predict. I, I like him a lot, but he's got a little bit of a, you know, road back, right? So... I don't know that I, especially if your mentality is to win now, you're not going to move them too high up. The Bruce. Hey, Smitty. I'm always negative about my teams until it's, until they're Smitty approved. Okay. Hey, Smitty. With the rumors of Aguilar going to the Vikings, who, uh, who does this affect more? Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne? Let me know. I mean, it doesn't affect Jefferson, bro. Osborne, I guess. But I'm not, like, extremely, you know, wor- worried about it affecting really anybody. Murray, Jefferson, Pittman, Barkley, Edmonds, Hawkinson, DJ Moore, Devontae Smith, Benches, Cream Hunt, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce needs to be in your lineup. Why is Damian Pierce... Why, why is... Now, take this with a grain of salt because you have the guy. So you did such an amazing job drafting. I'm making you take a lap based on the organization of your lineup that you drafted. So pat yourself on the back. But I'm not, and I could live to regret this. Maybe Edmonds has three touchdowns in week one and I'm like, I'm I'm putting my head in the sand. Anything could happen. But I'm starting Damian Pierce over over Chase Edmonds. I mean, you got you got Damian Pierce buried on the bench here. There's no way. There's no way. Get him in your lineup. Do it live. What what you're thinking here? What you're thinking? Would you rather have Algier or Robinson? What Robinson are we talking about? Would you rather have Algier or Robinson, Brian Robinson? On your roster right now. Well, I mean, bro, I got him ranked right here, Dawson, for a reason. So my answer to you is right in front of your face is kind of ranked, kind of loosely ranked. But I'd probably say Algier for right now, but loosely based because I love all three of these top running backs here. Algier, Brian Robinson, Zemir White. Part of me goes back and forth. So your question isn't bad because I, I I'm wavering. You know, a part of me wants to do this. I really think Samir White could be a league winner. I really think Tyler Algier could be a league winner. So then I go like this. Oh, no. Yeah, I really I really like Tyler Algier. And then I do that. And then I look at Brian Robinson. And this guy's getting cut in all these leagues. But, you know, it's going to be a, a, one of those heartfelt, amazing comeback stories. And, and he got cut in over 40,000, 50,000 leagues in, in a matter of days. And, and I just scooped him up in one of my favorite leagues that I have that I, where I missed out grabbing him. Because the benches are short. And so, you know, it, it's like now he's available and I'm happy and I grab him. Um, but good question. Good question. Drop Tunyon or Najoku for likely. Drop Tunyon. Tunyon's not even healthy, bro. That's why likely is worth a shot. That's why he's on this list because a lot of you, and that's the craziest part. Some of you are starting Tunyon. You're like, Tunyon's my starter. He's not even healthy. 
Like, like that's why I put Likely and For- Fortson on here because you might be desperate. And Likely is a pretty darn good desperation attempt at a tight end start if you are just in a bad spot. Kent, I don't know if you responded to that, but Kent, I appreciate your super chat, my man. You're the man. You're the man, man. Zamir White is going to be in a committee all season with Josh McDaniels. Not necessarily, Brian. I mean, he is ranking at the moment here because I switched it. I don't know which one's my one. They're all they're all confidence level 7.5. They're all kind of neck and neck. Matt dropping the $5 holla. Matt dropping the $5 holla. Rate my 12-team PPR league. Lance, CMC, Javante, Kelsey, Mike Williams, St. Brown, Stevenson, Pollard, Ayuk, D-Hop, Gainwell, Pacheco. I like it a lot. Um, Yeah. I mean, do I try and trade CMC? I do, but you drafted him for a reason, Matt. So trust your gut. Don't listen to me. You could have one year left. Who knows? Who knows? But I, I mean, in, in theory, when I close my eyes and picture CMC being healthy, I, I you know, and playing all year, like I like it. I love your team. St. Brown's super undervalued. Mike Mike Williams super undervalued. Pacheco, I, I mean, I like the the de- the depth. I mean. Uh, Hopkins will come back and make your wide receiver room whole once he's back, hopefully. Pollard could be a league winner. St. Brown's a monster. I love him. I love it, Matt. Smitty approved. You want a Smitty approved? I'll give you a Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Yeah, I mean, I like Pacheco too here, uh, Junkie. That's why he's on this list. That's why he's kind of like tied for a second, essentially. He's got about a seven to seven and a half likelihood of being the best pickup of the year. All he's got, Khalil Herbert too. Pacheco and Khalil Herbert are 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 ranking in the, inside the top two to three, kind of in a tied fashion for a reason. They're all very very close. We got Etn in here wanting his team ranked. Okay, Travis Etn wants us to rank his team. Smitty, rank my team. You better have yourself, Etn. Dak, Jam- Jamar, um, and Sutton, Swift, and Etn. There you go. Fryermuth flexes are Hollywood Brown and Bateman, Mondre Pollard. So your wide receivers are really good. Your running backs are really good. Your quarterback is decent. I feel like you're one move away. You're one move away, bro. You know what that means. Do I drop Beatty? For four, uh, Fortson and Dynasty, I would for sure in a heartbeat. I, likely first, but if likely he's gone, then Fortson, yeah. Waddle or St. Brown? Give me St. Brown. Love St. Brown. MVS will go off for the first couple of weeks until teams start to put a safety on him too. I could see that. Punch the thumb up button on your way in the door. I think we're going to call it a, a, a show. That's a wrap. Hour and a half. Jer- Jerry says, bro, Smitty, OMG. What's that mean? What are we talking about, bro? What's up, Jerry? 
Jacob, appreciate you. Appreciate all my uh, exclusive members. Brian, you guys want to be a part of the YouTube exclusive membership? I'm going to drop the link in the live chat right now. Here is the link to the YouTube exclusive membership. Please click on this. Give it a look-see. Give it a join if you feel like it's worth it to you to have all the emojis and to get the shout-outs um, and to also have the exclusive chat capability when we lock it down. All right, hurry up, uh, Jerry. You're giving me these OMGs. You got all this great information you're going to share with us, Jerry. Just have my main draft tonight. Do I want to hear it? Jerry, I'm on pins and needles, Jerry. Do I want to hear it? It's a suspense Jerry's putting us in. OMG, just have my draft. You want to hear it? Jerry, we need it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you. Drop it before I leave, Jerry. Do you think Brian Robinson will play this year? Yes, I do. That's... Tristan, he's number two on the waiver wire pickup list. Come on, Tristan. Read the room. <laughs> Read the room, Tristan. You guys wouldn't believe all the questions I get like that. And I, Tristan, Tristan, don't get mad. It's it's tough love. I appreciate you, Tristan. Everybody give Tristan, Tristan a round of applause. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Look at that. Look how nice. That makes me feel bad. Look how nice Tristan is. Tristan's saying, thanks for answering. <laughs> oh, no, he's thinking that. And he's, he's thinking someone else. Sorry, Tristan. Smitty putting in late work. I, I certainly am. Okay, I don't see... Um, feel-good story. I agree. I agree it's going to be a feel-good story. Tristan, I appreciate you. Hope you know that. Jerry, you didn't post your team in time. You got 18 seconds. You, you basically crapped the bed. I'm unfollowing you now, Smitty. <laughs> Thanks, Tristan. Appreciate you. I take back my answer. No, I'm kidding. Jerry, you got two seconds. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. 
get burrowed.